Hello and welcome back to another DJ Giant Concert with the Robot. I'm your host, Desmond Desi is Dad Robinson, with my co-host, Christian the Damon Lama Rider Ventura. What's up? And guest, Jadobi Siphon. Jadobi. He's probably on his self-imposed break. He here. He here. He's here in spirit. He's here in spirit. We'll introduce him when he gets back in. Anywho. <laughs> We took a small break before we started recording. Okay, I'm here. All right, he's here. <laughs> hey, welcome. Ah, dummy cipher. Welcome to the giant cosmic robot. What's oh, that? I say welcome to the giant cosmic robot. Don't worry, I'll, I'll edit that part out. Oh, oh, oh! You already click start. Yeah, I already click start. We, we, we. Yeah, we, we rolling. We're rolling. going. I thought you were just. I thought you was there. You actually had your stuff on mute. Oh, whoops! <laughs> that is all me. That is all good. We're in. The, we, we'll just chuck it up because we're still in the pandemic, people. Um, we don't care if the FDA approved vaccinations. We are still in separate different places around the around the U.S. Um, but this is Jadobi's first time on the Giant Contraband Robot. He is a veteran of the Nerds Against the World podcast. And he has now crossed the Rubicon and joined the Contraband. Indeed I have. We are the robots bringing you Contraband, people. That's, that's the whole point of the Giant Contraband Robot. Um, and the Contraband we have today. But before we get to the actual contraband, remember, you can catch us on SoundCloud and Spotify simply at the Giant Contraband Robot. The Giant Contraband Robot. We cannot say that specifically. The article. <laughs> the. We're the Giant Contraband Robot. Um, but we have a podcast feed on Spotify. You get this show. You get Artist Talk. Season 5 is currently in the works. And Nerds Against the World, the reboot, is will be coming in 2021. That would take our Monday spot, and then we'll and then the GCR would be on every Wednesday, or every other Wednesday. We don't know how we 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 can't predict the future. There may be something that may take us from doing every single episode on Wednesdays. I'm just saying, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not jinxing us. But oh, are you not? I'm just saying <laughs> things can happen. <laughs> like stuff just happens. Um. Like, for all we know, the power can go out and we'd just be, like, in the middle of the podcast. Which has not happened yet. That's, that's like, honestly really lucky because there's been a couple close calls on that. Um, I'll you give you... probably <laughs> spoke into existence. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me shut up. I was about to tell the story. <laughs> um, when, was that, when we did the... Con- well, we're still doing the campus radio show, people. Um, for KDHR.net... Um, sit with the night out show, you get us at the bevy of the shows. Um, it was a day, it was our day to, um, to be in the radio station, but the campus power was out, so they was letting students leave. And I got the emails like, oh, you don't have to come into the studio. Well, they'll let me know like around four o'clock. So, four o'clock comes around, I'm already getting ready to bounce. I get the email, oh. The power is back up. You want to go into the station? I was literally about to text you, like, we don't have to go in. <laughs> and then I was like, fuck. I already missed enough days of the week on this show. Let me go up there. 
got you. <laughs> so I was like, I was legit. I was like, I don't have to come out to this campus radio station. I can go home. Or the campus bar. You know, I have not been to that campus bar. Really? Not once. Hmm. What, what's, kept, what's kept you away more than anything? Uh, people. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> but, damn it. There's always shit on my eyes. But I have gray hair on my eyes. This is a common occurrence on the show. But, um... <laughs> this been a um the day of this recording is December twelfth, twenty twenty. This week of the twelfth has been fucking huge. Um, big stories still coming out. Uh, Daily Venenu and um, Christopher Nolan has came out and speaking against the HBO Max thing. Um, for Daily Villeneuve's portion of it, I can see where he's coming from. Because Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins were paid up front while actors, actresses, directors, producers are not paid for their movies and they doesn't look like they're going to be paid because the films are going to HBO Max. Oh. And some actors and directors who make millions of dollars, they're fine to not get a check. It's the those who don't get the upfront checks or the box office um, money. So let's say, Christian, you were in uh, Wonder Woman 1984. You mm-hmm. more likely not going to get any money. But Gal Gadot did. <laughs> so that type of thing that they're, um, um, that they're uh, going against. Including they still people still feel it's going to be the death of cinema. The death of cinema was already coming. Oh, for sure. Yep, yep. It's just... <sighs> the pandemic just made it more noticeable. I mean, like, Every, there is it's literally divided though. There are still people who love being in the communal space of um, in movie theaters, and then there's just some like me. Nah, I'm good. Nah, <laughs> I can stay home. I, I could go into an empty theater. Someone will sit right next to me, and I'll be giving them the death stare though. Though that that whole two hours, <laughs> like I didn't even watch the movie. I did that. To my own brother, I don't have to do that to anyone. I would let it was like literally before the movie came on. I'm literally looking at the whole thing. I was like, Look, we got everywhere we you got there is space, move. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to sit next to you, move. This is the one time we didn't have a signed seat, and I just like move. Space <laughs> is sacred, like, get the fuck out of here now. You know, if you were with a, a partner or a significant other, then that's like you're forced to sit next to them. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I mean, sometimes you don't have to really pay attention to the movie. I'm not trying to tell them myself. I'm just saying. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be fun. Um, don't come after me, y'all. Uh, I mean, AMC or Regal. I have not. Remember, been- uh, Desi is dead on Twitter. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> it's just some movies are trash anyway <clears throat> but besides that drama then we have literally it was like a dick measuring contest because HBO Max Warner Brothers came out with theirs and then all of a sudden we get to this week Disney was like oh okay you're gonna do that well let's take our schlongs out and just slap you in the goddamn face and just show you what we got 
they have announced so much in terms of content and um, a rated R content for for moviegoers overseas for streaming service called Star Plus. Um, now we have an equivalent of that here in the U.S. It's called Hulu. Mm-hmm. So. I've seen people on Twitter bitching about this. I was like, you can watch everything that they're getting. Just go on Hulu. Or better yet, go on any of the other streaming services you've got because not everyone across over the seas has HBO Max or Disney Plus. And with them yeah. finally doing this, it makes sense. And it's going up a dollar, so $8 a month. That is still cheap. That is cheaper than HBO Max right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Netflix ever willing to go? Yeah, and it's still cheaper than HBO. Um, what you say, Christian? It's cheaper than Netflix. Mm-hmm. I can see them going up to like thirteen dollars a month in about five years. Hmm. That's only if um, Disney actually put their movies simultaneously in theaters. But that's a wait to see. But yeah. We're going to be talking about Star Wars. We're going to be talking about Marvel, Marvel TV. Just it's just so much shit going on. Uh, and then also, I'm correcting myself on a news report that I said on the Night Owl show. So if y'all heard that episode, um, that broadcast, I will be correcting myself on this one because I got a new, I got a flub up, and I like to normally I don't like to jump the gun. We already did that once this year. Yeah, you know, we, we stay on top of our integrity here. Uh, well, right now we got the flub up. Here we had the flub up with the Spider-Man thing. I still don't think of that. That, hmm. that fucking Reddit article. We did get a Spider-Man game out this year, but it was still a fucking liar. I'm still pissed. Anyway. Alright, here we go. <laughs> Every single, this is from the Disney Investors Call. Um, if you don't know what that is, the Disney Investors Call is pretty much appeasing the Disney investors. So if you're one of our listeners who were lucky enough to buy stock within Disney and to be an investor, this is a win-win for you. That means you're going to get more money in the next five years. While the Damn. Rest, while the rest of us sitting here broke and didn't think about that. <laughs> Not you got to start investing, man. I will legit get a time machine at all the times where it was where it was low buy-ins to invest. I would have forced my black ass to be like, look, all right, guys, you got money right now. Put investment stocks on Microsoft, Sony, and Disney, and Marvel. Yep. Trust me. And then wait. Say it on it. By time Don't you, touch. By the time you're 35, you're going to hit the pandemic, but you will have money amidst the pandemic while everyone else will be broke. Why? Yes. Because you listened. <laughs> and then by the time I come back, the timeline has changed because I told my past self. See, that's it depends on which theory of like time travel you're working with, but yeah, sure, possibly. I'm working on the t- that time. We did an episode of Jadobi where... Um, an Australian scientist said there's a rubber band there's he said time travel could be possible but there's a rubber banding effect which means let's say you're trying to cure the coronavirus and you went to find patient zero 
you say it's person patient zero, but if you come back, the coronavirus is still going on, which means patient the new patient zero is you. You just delayed the inevitable on that one person. You now became patient zero. Oh. So okay. So, in this case, yes, I told past self, my past self, to invest, but which means I will more likely come. I may have money, but I'll come back living in the same space and dealing with the same problems with family. So I may have something good. I'm still coming back to a bad part with, but with money in my pocket. So it's like, okay. so it's like there is a cause and effect. Like you may have saved the world, but then something else may happen in this in this place. I, th- I we shouldn't call it the rubber man effect. We should call it the butterfly effect. Fuck that. Yeah, I mean it's basically it, the same. Yeah, and it's barely, and it's also an Ashton Kutcher movie. Like, and, and, and look, <laughs> say what y'all will about Ashton Kutcher. He can, he, dude knows investment. Dude got money. He's like mm-hmm. fuck acting. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go be an investor. Like, I think he has a doctorate in, in, in investments. I'm like, come on. Yeah, uh, for for good reason, apparently. Like, smarter than most of these actors are not. Well, George Clooney. That's, this motherfucker did not need to be acting. He got money, money. <laughs> Talk about somebody starting from the bottom now and there. Now he, he, now he up there. <laughs> only Ryan Reynolds thought the same thing. Yep. <laughs> Oh man! Also, before we move on, um, it, it wouldn't be a podcast without shitting on DC. Zach, well, of course, like at this point, that's a trademark. Zach Here Snyder, we go. Zach Snyder came out and said they're gonna remaster Batman versus Superman. Excuse me, what? Yeah, you heard <laughs> they're using a video game, a video. Oh game God! For a movie. Now, I didn't read the article because I was rubbing my eyes like, did I really see what I thought I saw? But when when I'm thinking of a remaster, I'm thinking you taking a 19... Any movie that was made in the ni- between the 1930s and the 1990s, upscaling its resolution in terms of remastering. Or fixing... Or Star, Star Wars, refi- the unnecessary remasters of the turning practical effects into CG effects. Hmm. But that's what I'm thinking of remastering. But Batman vs. Superman literally came out four, five years ago? Yep. Why? The C- Even though the movie is shit, the CG ain't bad. What do you need to do to this movie? What, you gonna brighten it up? <laughs> <laughs> That's like the biggest improvement you could ever put on one of those movies. Uh, like, give us an alternate take of Superman coming down and be like, look, Lex Luthor knows I'm Clark. He knows you're Bruce Wayne. He has my mother. Let's go save her. What are you going to do? Put a, put, a, put a CGI bold cap on Lex? <laughs> like, uh. God. They could have made BVS into World's Finest. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, that episode of Superman the Animated Series where it was Batman and Superman working together to go against Lex Luthor and the Joker. World's Finest. 
you can easily make that into a movie. Joker's in prison. Harley Quinn is in prison. So they could have legit done that to BBS. Made it world's finest. We get introduced to Margot Robbie and Jared Leto right off the bat. People will probably tolerate um, um, Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, and then, then when you get the Suicide Squad, you get Harley Quinn's motivations on wanting to leave Joker. And Joker could have been yeah. the villain of Suicide Squad. And it would give a reason why Joker is in the jo- is in the Justice League in the first place. But no, we there's no. This is what went meant by why Marvel, and weirdly the Conjuring universe, which is weird to say. Yeah, we the Conjuring. Why is is a proper? Why these two are proper? And that's funny. This is Warner Brothers, who has the Conjuring. How is your horror franchise more cohesive than your DC franchise? That is mind-boggling. Because I'm like, they have different hands in the pot in terms of the Conjuring, but everyone who ever worked on a Conjuring film or a Conjuring spinoff, they all like worked together to make sure it was a cohesive storyline throughout. Yeah, like they, they actually cared about like the consistency between the films in there. Like La Llorona, like Llorona is, is connected to the Conjuring verse, like what? Okay. All right. Okay. And like, we're not asking for like heroes to appear in movies. Easter eggs that we can spot. A casual fan can spot. That is what Marvel and The Conjuring does well. And what every single movie does horrifically. The Mummy, for example. Oh God. Oh, just God. throwing the kitchen sink. They went literally Iron Man 2 and just turned it up to 100. Oh, God. Wait, how do you mean? Now, now, now when it comes to the mummy, I, I get everything that's horribly wrong with it. But somehow, I still find myself enjoying it just a little bit. But I think it may just be Jake Johnson and, that, and, and that's just it. Or Jake Johnson <laughs> being the action star. Yeah, but here's the thing though—he got killed off though. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. After that, I was just like, okay, what am I still watching this for? But I, I think comedic actors can be um, can be action stars. Look at um, Kevin Hart. Look at Eddie Murphy. Um, hell, Bob Odenkirk, who's going to be in a John Wick clone of a movie. <laughs> That that's you by surprise. That trailer looks. I'm like Bob Odenkirk in an action movie. What? Yeah, that looked really interesting. What was it? Nobody, right? Yep. Yep. I was like, all right, like I could, I could almost see it. I could almost see it. I'm like, I'm thinking of kids in a hall. Say he trained two years for that. Yeah, I'm like, he. I like, I look at kids in the hall, and Better Call Saul, and. But like I know he has the dramatic chops, but like he still like I did not know he also worked on um, Jimmy Neutron. Like he helped produce it. What? Really? Yeah, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, he helped make Jimmy Neutron. Dude, I used to love that show. So did I. 
Uh, I missed that fudge head. <laughs> Got a blast. What was the dog's name again? Goddard? Yep. yep. Nice. <laughs> like, dude legit is now a fucking action star. It's a very interesting turn. Because it's like, alright, you went from producing like a kid's show to like acting to acting in very like character roles and then now moving on to action. Like, that's... It's a hell of a turn, but it's... Honestly, I could see it. Like, I saw that trailer and I was like, you know what? This actually looks really cool. Oh, and the show he did um, that I remember is Mr. Show with, um... Uh, not, um... Kids and all. Mr. Show with... Tenacious D. Mm. Uh, David Cross, there we go. I was like, I, I, I know David Cross. <laughs> I keep forgetting his name, David Cross, David Cross. Dr. Katz, The David Carvey Show, The Ben Stiller Show, Saturday Night Live, Get Life. His, hmm. his producing credits. Damn credits. Um, I was wrong. All right, I was wrong. It was not um, not Jimmy Neutron. Oh, really? Tom goes to the mayor. Uh, I think I've seen that one. Tom goes to what? To the mayor, that adult swim show, Tim and Eric. Oh, I think I think I've seen that one. He helped produce that show. Now I remember. I'm like. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> Why, Bob Odenkirk? Why? <laughs> but like now that you brought up Jimmy Neutron, I'm like, I, wasn't wasn't there somebody that produced on Jimmy Neutron that was like kind of more famous now? Uh, or is that just no? You were right. The he directed Evan Almighty, Bruce Almighty. That director went on to create Jimmy Neutron. Oh, okay. That's okay. That might have been what we're confusing then. Yeah, but still, like this guy who directed <laughs> and wrote all these movies <laughs> went on to do Jimmy Neutron. He also did um, this movie with Martin Lawrence and um, Tim Robbins. I can't believe I forgot that name. That movie, but he's the. It, I gotta find it because we're on a roll before we get to Marvel DC. I'm, I'm on a roll on on the on the Uber tangent. <laughs> right? No, yeah, we're already we're we're going. That train has left the station. Yeah, we we're, we left the station. Um, where's it at? 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 There we go. Jimmy Neutron. There we go. Steve Odit Kirk. Hmm. Steve Odenkirk. Odenkirk. I know the name. For some reason, it's not connecting right now. Oh shit! Yeah. He's he's born and raised from Huntington Beach. He's from HB. Really? Yep. Damn. All right. Send my local. Throw one for me. Uh, I know. Okay. Oh, I see. Huh. He was also, That's what I was not expecting. He was also on In Living Color at the same time as um, Jim Carrey. Wow. All right. 
Damn, that, that spawned a lot of careers, didn't it? Yeah. He worked on The Nighty Professor as a writer. Oh, crap. Joanna Man as a producer. Compound. Damn. He was yeah, in Joanna Man. Compound Entered the Fist. He did that. Oh, yeah. Dude, that was the one where they, like, straight up bought the rights of an old Chinese movie and, like, dubbed over it and just completely remade it with the footage, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he did Nothing to Lose with Tim Robbins and Martin Lawrence. Huh. He directed, okay. He directed it and he wrote it, but he also plays a security guard lip syncing to, to music. Hmm. Which had me, which had me laughing because Martin Lawrence and um, Tim Robbins were trying to rob a place. And the security guard comes out of nowhere and they're hiding. And he uh -huh. just comes in, the radio's on, and he just starts dancing and lip syncing to all this music. <laughs> nice. All right. Now that we're on our, we, we, done, we, we hit the train to Marvelville. So, the Disney investor call. The, like I said, holy shit. So, we're bringing it to movies, then television. And they will go uh -huh. right into Star Wars, and we're done. First up, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness has been set for December 2021. Yes. Um, we also confirmed that um, Rachel McAdams will return as Doctor Christine Palmer from the first one. Um, also, she, yeah, I liked her. Hmm? I liked her in it for sure. Same. Um, a lot of people feel that she, um, Richard Adams is like the type of actress you don't want to waste in a film, which is kind of true because like, yeah, she has done so much and just like so small of a role. So I kind of see it. Um, so she, um, at, um, Gomez is going to be playing America Chavez, also known as Miss America. Oh, oh, that's, that's really a thing now. Okay. Damn. Um, also in the movie will be Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda. Well, not Wanda. She's not a Maximoff. It would be nice to say Wanda Maximoff, but anyways, what it is. Marvel has something against them being mutants. Maybe one day we'll see the X-Men in the MCU. One day. Hey, well, we, we're already seeing more in the MCU than we ever thought we would, to be fair, right? Yeah. True. It's just weird just saying Wanda, but no last name. Like, we all mm. know she's the daughter of Magneto. Like, come on. You're playing games. Um, Captain Marvel 2 um, has been set for summer 2022. Um, Miss Marvel, the act young actress who's playing Miss Marvel. Um, and the actress who, or who's uh, Nita Costa, who just finished directing, um, uh, Candyman, the Candyman remake. Uh, well, actually, remake sequel. Cause it's, yeah. Cause most of the actors who was in the original Candyman came back for this one. So in a way, and Tony Todd is apparently in the movie. So in a way, it's a reboot sequel. 
It's weird. Uh, I, I gotta. I, see that. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta see it to be like, all right, this is all right. It's a sequel, but not a sequel. Uh, anyway, Nia DaCosta from the director of Candyman. She's um, jo- um, directing this one. She tweeted, "I'm finally directing a, um, an action movie and a superhero movie." But she's the first black female. I hate saying female, but the first black director. Well, no, actually, you know, female director because we had um. What's his name? Fuck. Come on, slow down. Mm. Ah, shit. Ryan Coogler. Yeah. As the first black director, but she's now, well, first, first black female director. She did tweet it herself, so I'm just being more respectful to the non-binary people out there. But um, the actress who playing the adult, Monica, uh, Monica Rambeau, is returning as well. So she's jumping from WandaVision Two, Captain Marvel two, and apparently we'll see Spectrum as well in the movie. Huh? Yes. So Spectrum. That I need to see. Spectrum, Miss Marvel, and um, Carol Denver will join Carol Denver's in Captain Marvel two. Damn, that's filling out quite a roster there. Um, All right. The Eternals already finished. Is still set for twenty twenty um, November twenty twenty one. So nothing has changed there. Well, I mean, to be fair, there's a long way to that. But we could see a trailer. We could see a trailer at some point at the end of the year, early um, and in January. That'd be nice. Um, Black Widow is still set for Mar- uh, March of next year. Hopefully. Thor: Love and Thunder. Kevin Feige confirmed that the movie is will be in production this January. And Christian Bell will be playing Gore, the God Butcher. Chris Hemsworth, um, Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Tessa Thompson are all reprising their roles, including one character we all have been wondering where the fuck she's at. Now, if you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know she lost her memory. Who I'm speaking of? <laughs> Lady Sip herself. Oh, right. Jamie Alexander is finally returning. Finally, I I have not uh, kept up with Agents of Shield at all. Oh, I've I watched all of it. Um, and she's the only person that knows Coulson is alive. Well, what a asterisk! Like it's still with the asterisk, but yeah. If she tells, well, if she tells, well, Storm, she's well, she's the only one who knows that he was alive. <laughs> Yeah, but he, in a way, he's a. Even though it's a life model decoy, in a way, he's still. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. But so either way, but either way, if Sip tells him Coulson's alive, I'm pretty sure Thor would change his attitude in Love and Thunder. And that's if Taika Waititi pulls that. Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. But Jamie, that'd be damn. That'd be a hell of a callback at this point. And that's also be like a callback if anyone actually watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Because people did watch Agent Carter, so when they saw Hugh Dancy come, not Hugh Dancy, um, fuck, forgot his name. Um, Darby? Darcy. I know Darcy, right. Darcy's his last name, but to see Jarvis and uh, when everybody saw Jarvis, everybody was like, oh, that's that actor from Agent Carter. I was like, you goddamn right. <laughs> You got them right. 
I was like, my brother, the only people who was like, who the fuck is that? What's my brothers and my grandmother? They didn't know. I did. I was like, that's great. You got, the, you got someone back from the TV show to come back. Nice. Yep. But she would not only be, we'll get to the TV portion though, but we'll just get it out the way. She's not only um, um, in Love and Thunder, she's also um, will play Lady Sip in Loki. Oh, okay. That's, you guys uh, watch the Loki trailer? There is so much to dissect about that trailer. I don't even know. <laughs> like, what the hell is a TVA? But, uh. Um, like, why do I have some, some feeling it has something to do with, like, a time, like, police agency or something? Yep. Um, also, in Love and Thunder, and I totally forgot, Chris Pratt will also be in it as star- obviously Star Lord. Damn. That'd be funny if he was in it as Chris Pratt. <laughs> that would be funny. Um, and the movie would be out May 6, 2022. What's he, what's, what's he gonna do with the, in that movie? Have a dick measuring contest with all the gods? He, like, hey, you and me dance off. Bet not, he, he's not even a god anymore. True. I mean, he's still half god. Mm. Is he really though when he don't have the powers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for these I mean, look at look at Johan. That's like that's like saying Hercules is a god, even though he technically don't have godlike powers. He's just a strong guy. Well, if you if you go by Dragon Ball rules, right? Technically, Gohan has way more potential than Goku does, and he's a half breed. But here's the thing, though: Gohan can still shoot a Kamehameha blast. Peter Quill was able to do that in Guardians 2 until they killed his daddy, which now means he can't. So, right. fact, though, he could Quill is no longer a half god, half human. He's all human, which he said as such when he almost died twice in Avengers <laughs> Infinity War and Endgame. So, he ain't a god no more. Right, 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 right. And then watch him be a god and then, like, me just look at you, like, with a cold, dead stare. <laughs> I might have to throw and, a chair at the screen. And now we'll look at you like how Thor was looking at Critical at the end of Endgame. Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> like, I will stab you. That's funny. <laughs> um, but um, in Love and Thunder, Tessa Thompson Valkyrie is the queen of New Asgard. So this is going to be a very interesting. And, and I hope they don't start it off with gore just laying wait. Like, come on. These people have been through enough. These F Guardians went through enough. Like Gore's just gonna straight up be like, alright, y'all dead. Um, but I don't know much about Gore. I only know enough, like I know Gore chopped off Thor's arm. I know that. Um oh, I totally forgot. There is a possibility of Tom Hiddleston also reappearing as Loki in Love and Thunder. Serious. Uh, <laughs> um this is going to be very interesting because Thor is in. He's in a very. Inter- if you didn't watch Endgame, which is surprising if you have not, he's in a very interesting position um, in terms of his life. So it'll be very interesting to see how this plays out. He's huh. jolly. That, there's that. He has a fake eye. He has a fake eye where he shouldn't really have an eye at all. I think. I think we're going to have a Karate Kid moment with Thor. 
He's gonna what do you mean? Back, he's going to get back to being buff again. Can we look at Chris Hemsworth? Dude is fucking Hulk size huge. Luke Ferrigno size huge. Yep. Yeah. You're not going to put him back into a fat suit. No, no. I, I, I see this. I, I've seen I've seen that guy recently on uh, Instagrams still going at it with the weights. I'm just like, jeez. He has to look like Jason Aaron's Thor going into Love and Thunder. He has to. Like, I want to see Jason Aaron's and what was the name of the artist again? Because I don't want to butcher the man's name. Isad um, Ribic. Okay. I, I want to see. I want to see that version of Thor, or Odin's son, if you will, in Love and Thunder. And I want to see Jane Foster look like Thor in Love and Thunder. Didn't we get like uh, confirmation from Taika Waititi saying that we would see that? We would, but here's the thing, though. They're starting production in January. They have not shown no storyboards or no mock-ups of how Jane Foster is going to look at store. We just know True. that she has Mjolnir. For some reason, she now has Mjolnir and she's able to become Thor. Even though and we know Steve took the Mjolnir back. Right. And it was still destroyed by Hela. So, this is going to be interesting. This movie is going to be very interesting. What if it's like something that has to relate to that? You know, like the forging of a new hammer needs the forging of a new Thor or something. So who's going to forge the hammer? Thor? Um, well, Odin's son? Or Valkyrie? In MCU, Thor now has um, Stormbreaker. So we're saying, I mean, you, do you think Odinson is going to forge a new Mjolnir and then recite, recant the the fray the 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 incantation and is gonna go to Jane Foster. May, who knows? Who legitimately knows? I'm just saying it's a possibility. There's that. Maybe, maybe this is a uh, Jane Foster Thor from another universe, uh, or a hammer from another universe. I mean, then, because because to to be fair, in the Mighty Thor comics, you had the War Thor that was created from uh, uh, what what what's his big what's the, what's the, the guy in the the Warriors Three, the big one. Uh, oh, um, crap. Oh fuck, Horn. Uh, Banjo, Such an Hogan. age. The whole gun is um the Asian guy. Yeah. Fandral is Fandral the dashing Hogan and. Mm-hmm. Why is he so hard to remember? But he became the War Thor because he got the ultimate Thor's hammer. Because the Warriors 3 is alive in the comics. Yep. Right, but not in the MCU, right? Volstag. Volstag. Oh, yeah, I was actually... That wasn't an H. Volstag. Yep. It's like a. It's like an electrical deer. <laughs> I don't know why that's the first thing I thought. Of. I don't know who who knows. Maybe she maybe she gets another Thor's hammer from <laughs> another universe. I don't know, but I I feel I feel like maybe maybe with all this news and crap, maybe multiverse of madness is gonna is gonna have a trickle effect into everything. That's gonna be real crazy. Yeah, like what if so- what if the climax of multiverse like leaves. Like little links to other places for some reason. So you want Zachary Levi back? 
Hmm. Yeah, so uh, you, want Zachary, uh, you want Zachary Levi back, knowing full well he's now as big as Captain Marvel now? Like, Zachary Levi is going to be like, oh man, I'm huge. You're going to have to put me in a wig. I can't dye my hair now. I'm, I'm filming for Cap- I'm Captain Marvel too. Hmm? Yeah. Shazam too. God damn it. Shazam, Shazam, damn. Shazam. Carol Danvers, Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers. <laughs> different people, different people, different people. Luckily, yeah, I've, they're I've, both Captain I've, Marvel, but they're not both the same Captain Marvel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Marvel. Marvel. The, the, the price of being a comic book guy. Or comic I know, right? Um, right. Blade movie is still under. Um, they have writers, but they're in a creative team. But they're not saying who's also writing it. But it's still Blade is still in active development. Um, Mahasha, Ali is still attached. Marshala, I think it's Marshala. Look, I where is my Wesley Snipes? He's. I'm going to butcher the brother's name. All right, <laughs> I'm butchering the brother's name today. <laughs> all right, so there we go. He's, he's still Blade. Wesley Snipes ain't Blade. Wesley Snipes is going to be doing the movie with Kevin Hart. And he got Coming in America 2 coming out next year. Oh, shoot. I completely forgot about that. So Wesley Snipes is set. <laughs> True. But if he does come back, I wouldn't mind seeing him as like um, a Wiseman or Blade's daddy. If we want to go... If we want to go... I mean, sweaty version of a comic book person. Blade's daddy was the original uh, vampire hunter before Blade took over. Yep. We can have him first, then Whistler. Like, really, if they want to change it up, that's I, I wouldn't mind seeing that in the MCU. Yeah, yeah, that works. Next up. And this is the article that I messed up on on Night Owl because they actually updated it um, today. Um, Ant Man and the Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. It's like WrestleMania, but with the, in, with the quantum realm. <laughs> Sounds like they're about to mess something up. Oh, definitely. Um, everyone is returning, including Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle um, Pfeiffer's. Um, so Michael Dutlis was right. They're going to be in production real soon. <laughs> um, Peyton Reed is returning to write and direct. Co-write and direct. I still think Paul Rudd is helping with the script, which is kind of rare yeah. for an MCU. Um, normally, MCU actors produce, but Paul Rudd is the only MCU actor and hero to be co-writing a movie and playing the hero. So, you know, Paul Rudd is all in if he's co-writing. Um, yep. Jonathan Majors is officially Kevin Feige officially said it on stage. Jonathan Majors is playing King the Conqueror. Reed Richards' ancestor. Let's go. That's um, that is a big one. I know. Um, now this is the part where I got wrong. So let me get the article up. Now I said. Catherine Newton is returning, which is wrong. Catherine Newton from the movie Freaky that recently came out, she's taken over as the role of Cassie Lang from actress Emma um, Furfman. Furf- 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 <laughs> 
What? Oh, fuck it. I just fucked up her name. I don't care. <laughs> I fucked up the name. I fucked it up. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. I know. It's okay. Okay. The actress, People can look it up for No. <laughs> the actress who was in Endgame who played um, Cassie five years older. She'll be taking over. Um, she's. They did not say why she's not returning. Um, but yes, Catherine Newton from the movie Freaky, which is kind of good. Which is which is kind of, which is good. It's kind of weird seeing um, Vince Vaughn. Is it, well, it's not weird because Vince Vaughn always does comedies, but doing something kind of like horror esque. Wait, no. I really need to see that one. Actually, no. Hold back. He did Psycho, the Gus Van Zant Psycho. So Vince Vaughn has the capability of being a, a homicidal killer. It just people just don't respect his acting game. He, Vince Vaughn can act. Mm-hmm. He can act. Though. It's just he's just no more for comedy. But yeah, Captain um, Newton is taking over as Cassie Lang. There's no word if she's going to be the hero stature at the end of this movie though. But lipped she blonde. <laughs> yeah. Um. But the way how we got Miss Marvel. Technically, in a way, Spider-Man is still a teenager. Hanging Steinfeld is uh, Hawkeye. Um, you have uh, Dominica. Ch- ch- we'll get forget to the last name. We'll get to her. We'll get to her. Um, <laughs> we, and other, and then you have Miss Marvel coming in. We're going to have a new Avengers. And She-Hulk, we also talked about before. We're going to get a new Avengers. Or Champions. True. But I think more likely people want to see Nova if you're getting champions. But Where you, is my Nova? I you, refuse to let that go. You can, but they killed off the Nova Corps. Maybe there's a relic of an old helmet somewhere. <sighs> I mean, I mean, come on! You you, ha- you have an etern- you, you have an eternal who who hoards. All manners of shit in, in whatever that place is. Right. There must be a helmet somewhere. Tangent two. All right, look. In Guardians, we have not seen those helmets give anyone some form of power. Ever. How in the world now those helmets going to give uh, basic human powers? Like seriously. Maybe, maybe. The stones reaching, find their way back reaching, to the MCU. You're reaching. You're reaching. You hear this, folks? He's Power reaching. Stone. You're reaching. Next up, Black, Black Panther 2. You was reaching, man. I was going to let you drown, but nah. Nah. I um, couldn't help myself. Yeah. Nah. So, in Black Panther 2, the biggest takeaway of, um, from this is that Marvel Studios' Kevin Feige president said they are not recasting T'Challa. Um, they, however, is go, they're going to um, honor his legacy and build, to, um, build through his portrayal of King Wakanda. We want to continue to explore the world of Wakanda and all of his rich, varied characters, include, um, including the first film, but added on to it more. Uh, Ryan Coogan is working on the script, rewriting the script, actually. Though there's no news about who will take on the Black Black Panther mantle. Um, it's obvious it's going to be Shuri. But I think Marvel, what Marvel's going to do, and they're going to give this time, people, to give time to still grieve. Even if Black Panther won't be out until 2022, 
it's giving people time to really like breathe from from now to then. By the time we get to Black Panther three, I don't I don't think Shuri's gonna be Black Panther. I think no. I, they're gonna recast T'Challa with another actor. They just for right now, they don't want to get the they don't get it land blasted by um they're gonna get land blasted when they recast T'Challa, but I feel they should recast T'Challa, but let Shuri stay as Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And they and also another reason they have not spoke on Letitia Wright. She has said some things on Twitter. Um, people coming after her. I didn't read it. I don't want to read it. Sometimes when you're in a position of power, you know if you're known to say stupid shit, don't don't go typing it online. Mm-hmm. Now if you're if you're an asshole and you tend to say some asshole shit, you can get away with it. But if you you if like look, take the advice. If you if your friends say that was stupid, if you ever your friend ever say a sentence of you saying this stupid, don't go and tweet it. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Like they're not saying it's stupid because it's funny. No, they say it's stupid because it's stupid. Don't mm-hmm. do it. Don't do it. Just, just don't do it. Makes you know Makes you know the big mouse is is sitting you down for a talk. Like I don't. Th- when we get to Star Wars, I don't think a particular actress is going to be doing this. We're doing this spinoff show. But until we get there, it's finally happening. I figured X Men was going to be first, but no. Nope. The fam Marvel's first family is finally in the MCU, people. And John Wa- Spider Man John Watts is directing it. Now here's my thing about that one. I I want them to just jump right into it. I want the Fantastic Four, but also toss in Franklin and Valeria. Nah, nah, nah. No, I don't like neither one of those characters. You don't like them? I don't like them. What? I, I mean, I, I mean, I don't care much about Franklin, but Valeria, come on. I don't. Okay, I. Here's the thing, though. I'm spoiled because we got an actual good child Marvel character in casting, and I'm hoping that she stays like that, but in a, in a teenager adult form. When we get to um, Animated of the Wasp three. Valeria and Franklin are just dumb, chill, dumb asshole, entitled children from the get go. True. Like I, she Valeria rather spend her time hanging around with Doctor Doom than her own fucking family, just because she's smart. Like yeah, we get it. You're smarter than your dad, but this is your family, and now all of a sudden she wants to be around her family. Get the fuck out of here. If I was Johnny, I would be like, you know what? Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> but come on, it's and Franklin, Franklin is the antithesis now of cultural appropriation. Like seriously, Franklin, I'm a mutant because I, I was like, no, 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 you're not a mutant. I'm a mutant because I wanted to be different. <laughs> you're not a mutant. You have powers based on science. These are people who were born with their abilities. Yeah, you was born with your abilities, but it's still tied to your parents so you was going to get the trait either I'm, I'm talking to a character that does not even exist either way <laughs> I don't want to see Franklin nor Valeria I, and if John Krasinski and Emily Blunt is in the movie as Reed and Sue I don't 
I don't care if they're in the perfect age to have children. I don't want to see it. But then also, having John Watts directing um, Fantastic Four, you, in a way, you get a sense of the tone of the movie. So it wouldn't be surprising if they did get Emily Blunt and John Krasinski as Reed and Sue. Because they would, they would definitely gel with the comedic side of things from John Watts. But John Watts have done some very menacing moments within both of his Spider-Man movies. Like Say what y'all will about Far From Home. That scene where it was Peter having to go against Mysterio at the end of the movie was very tense. And, so tense. And that scene, to this day, that is the best comic book re- I don't care what anyone says. That is the best hero and villain reveal of all time. Mm-hmm. And they was not even in their suits. Peter was just in the backseat of the fucking car. The tension. To paraphrase, you can cut that shit with a knife. <laughs> yep. Best scene in MCU history. Up there, top five. It's top five. For me. Like, like holy shit. <laughs> but I like the logo. I know they're going to probably change the logo, but I like the logo of the Fantastic Four um, emblem. Um, and also, a funny thing, uh, Marvel Studios took over the Fantastic Four um, Twitter account. Oh, really? Yeah, it, it, it did still read Fan Four Stick <laughs> until they took it over. Now it's Fantastic Four Twitter. It was the it, Marvel Studios Fantastic Four. Okay. <laughs> so, Own it. so it's like, Marvel was like, all right, we got the Fantastic Four. Now let's change this stupid shit. Fan <laughs> <laughs> like I can see that happening. Somebody who has to do the social media like this. I can change the title. You can change the title. Oh, thank God. <laughs> like, come on. That would just. Uh, That's gonna be a beautiful moment. Um, I think casting. Uh, it, we say if they get Reed and Sue, but casting um, Ben Grimm and Johnny Storm is gonna be kind of hard. Yep. Like I, I would, I more likely think they're gonna cast someone around the same age as Tom Holland. Well, majority of the actors who are late teens, early twenties, they're gonna cast accordingly, accordingly to those characters. Um, they're MCU characters, so which means we're gonna see an actor between. 19, 18 to 25 playing Johnny Storm. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised if they got that Love, Simon actor to play who's in A Teacher right now. I keep forgetting his uh, name. Uh, hmm. He was in Jurassic World with the kid who was in Iron Man 3. Oh, oh. He, God, he I can picture movie. everybody's faces, but I can't remember anybody's name. But um, I know. another tangent: watch a teacher. Holy a teacher, movie. really? That's one on Hulu, right? Yeah, FX on Hulu. I, and also, I can't stress this enough: don't watch this with family. Uh oh. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't watch this with family. I, and and me and my brothers, we all have our own TV, so we know it's not us. It's hearing friends being caught watching. It's, it's a drama, but there is sex scenes. Oh. And it's like... like Creates some awkwardness. It, it creates some awkwardness. It's like, it, like the type of shit that you probably see on Cinemax after dark. Jeez. 
And this is on FX. <laughs> FX ain't pulling no punches this go around. So this is why I'm like, why the last man is gonna be fucking bonkers. Oh shoot, I forgot that was still gonna be a thing. Yep. Diane Lane is playing the mom. Oh really? Yep. So nice. it's gonna be very interesting for uh Why the Last Man, but Kate Mara is playing the teacher. Um and the dude from Love Simon Jurassic World is playing the student. I wouldn't mind seeing him as Johnny Storm. But that means he has to dye his hair blonde, so just get a blonde haired actor who can actually <laughs> act. Or just you know, just let Johnny not be blonde. No though people will bitch about it, but but who cares? Yeah. Steve Rogers was not complete. He was blonde in one movie. After that, it was Chris Evans' hair throughout the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. It was highlighted. That was about it. But yeah, a teacher. Um, don't watch it with family. I have a lot of friends who felt uncomfortable watching it with family. Because they thought it was just a drama about a student, high school student, hooking up with their teacher. Oh, no. it's, it's, it's about that until you get to those uh, sexy times. You're like, it's about that until it's not. Oh. And then another uh, recommendation. Um, the boys. Don't watch that with family. Don't. Just, just don't. Oh, my dad tried to watch The Boys with me the other day. He's like, oh, you want to watch the last episode? You haven't seen the last one, right? I was like, nope. nope. I will watch that at home. Nope. <laughs> like, nope. I do not want to watch that with you. I straight up told him that. <laughs> and if you have a religious family, watch Preacher. <laughs> Fuck you! I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I just want to call preaching in the family, but well, not one. Watch preaching. I mean, fr- friction with family. Fr- friction with family. God, it it, it causes it causes friction in my own brain watching preacher. I mean, I still have some feelings about the about what happened after the first season. Oh man. Ah. I read the comics, so I have no, I have no, uh, no, no ill will. I, see, when you don't, when you get jaded by the X Men movies, and you, when you read comic books and you see it ad, ad, adapted into film or television, you you kind of be dead inside, so you really don't care if they butcher it or not because you know, it is what it is. Um, next up, we're now moving into TV shows. Good thing we was actually talking about TV because it was a good transition to TV. Um, one division will be out January fifteenth. The actress who's playing Monica Rambeau is part of the cast. Um, we also see what? That's a weird sentence. All right. So in the article, it said um, the first um, MCU TV show arrives in January, and we got a cha- We got the true best trailer for the show yet. During his call, it sets up the World of One division and shows it's falling apart. Um, there's certain moments that look scary. We'll see the adult version of Monica Rambeau first introduced as a child in Captain America. Ah, they got it wrong. Captain Marvel. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, Captain America? Uh, game spot, game spot, game spot. You try to do entertainment, you, you flub up royally. Monica Rambeau was in Captain Marvel. Yeah. But she's going to be in... She's actually in the trailer for WandaVision, so check it out. Looking a bit lost there, too. Wondering how she got into that mess. You'll have to wait until January to find out. 
Um, this I, already, I was already sold, but Falcon and Winter Soldier will be out March nineteenth, twenty twenty one, and that trailer looked awesome. It did. I'm digging the suit. I'm digging the suit. Their chemistry. I know they they have that they have that chemistry. It was like we get you, Chris Evans. This is now my new BFF. <laughs> um, I think there's gonna be some racial connotations to this one. I, I, I seriously feel because like the government don't feel Falcon could be Captain America. True. But if you saw all the action figures and Funkos for the Falcon Winter Soldier, you know at some point he's going to be Captain America. So like it's like they spoiled it. But it is what it is. True. Fucking action figure companies just don't fucking work. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they can't they they just can't help themselves. Yup. Yep. They've been going the way they've been going for a while now. It's hard to change. Something we talked about a little bit already, Loki, but it will be out May 2021. Um, moving on, Miss Marvel. Late 2021, so we're looking at November. So basically around the time The Mandalorian Season 2 came out. Well, that's that's as long as they get the as long as they don't run into too much trouble with the casting. Well, Miss Marvel's already been completely cast. Um, Ayman Vellani is playing Kamala Khan, um, and she also she's also been cast to reprise her role in Captain Marvel two. Although I'm sure it'll be like a discussion for another time, but but they, they apparently there's been uh, some craziness going on between um, for some other characters that they casted in the show. What do you mean? It's it's. Is well, it, they were there. Is it? I think. Is it a negative type of thing, or is it like, oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah. So yeah, so some of the people, it's it's like they they had some of the casting, and then some people looked at the people who were casting. They're just like, uh, this is a bit uh, risky and bold. I hope it's not because of the um, young actress who's playing Kamala Khan. No, no, no. It, it's 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 other it's other characters. Mm. Well, yep. It's probably she's gonna be stuck in the Captain Marvel world after her first season is done. She'll probably get a season two, but I can see her being stuck stuck sticking with um the MCU. Yep. But if they do the if they stick her in the in the movie verse, and they bring her back for a season two, don't, don't quit changing the costume. Let her keep her costume. Just let it keep the costume. True. <laughs> but then also we get to see her use the stretching abilities before we get to see it done in Fantastic Four, so we get a get a good taste of it. Get a good taste of the uh, inhuman who apparently knows how to stretch better than the adult who can do the same thing. <laughs> I think they're gonna change Reed Richards a little bit in the um in the MCU. I, I, have I, I hope so. I got I got a feeling they're they're not gonna go too they're gonna go comic booky with it but not too much like of his character like look at every single MCU hero they barely touched upon Demon in the Bottle with Tony Stark cause Tony still drinks if y'all looked at any of the MCU films he still drinks he's, uh-huh. he's not he's not um, not, he's not sober um, Tony oh no Cap 
he was always like Cap in the comic books no longer need to be in war. Now our Cap in the movies always or perpetually always preparing for war. So like yeah. every every MCU character is their variations of their six one six counterpart, but it's skewed more differently. True. So like Bucky. <sighs> jokey jokey as fuck. Even like we we never had a jokey jokey Bucky. I I, I never I, from the stuff I've read. I, I don't know how Bucky is now in the comics, but and plus, uh, he has no qualms running around with no mask on. Like, you're still wanted by everyone. It doesn't matter if you save the the planet, the universe. You are still a wanted man, and you do not want to wear a mask. <laughs> Apparently, It's like all of a sudden you're undercover if you're wearing a baseball cap. Oh, God. I forgot all about that. But in Sheriff Con- um, Carter's case, a uh, hoodie. They show photos mm-hmm. of Sheriff Carter. She's wearing a hoodie. Oh, yeah. Um, next up, Hawkeye. Um, joining Hawkeye and Kate Bishop, we're going to have Maya Lopez Echo. Um, Florence Pugh is returning to play Yolanda Beblova from Black Widow, which is surprising. Um, Vera Farmiga is playing um, Henry Steinfeld's mom and we have a villain uh, I think he's a villain playing Kazi um, that's the name of the character Kazi I'm not going to butcher this um, actress name <laughs> and that would be what like, uh, third or fourth of the yeah. night now here's the thing though. these are actual normal signing names but in terms of you can pronunciate them. Not ethnically questionable names like Bonquiqui or some shit like that. <laughs> okay. Anywho, next up. <laughs> uh, and um, de- December, January 2022. Um, December 2021, January 2022 is local, um, for Hawkeye. Um, She-Hulk. Um, it is now officially confirmed that Tatiana Maslany is playing Jennifer Walters' She-Hulk. Um, Kevin, Fee- Kevin Feige also confirmed that not only will Mark Ruffalo appear as the Hulk, but Tim Roth is returning to play the Abomination. Which, yeah. like, I, I couldn't believe that the first time I heard that. Um, he also said since Jennifer Walters is a lawyer who specializes specifically in superhero oriented legal cases you never know what Marvel character will pop up in episode to episode he said oh so we could possibly see um, the AT&T woman reprise her role as Squirrel Girl that, I mean, damn. <laughs> There's a possibility because she she did the live action Squirrel Girl for um uh fuck what's the name of that team that Squirrel Girl is a part of? Hmm. The team. Uh. Ooh. Mm, the Warriors. The yeah, that's what it was. Um, she was part of that team, but that show never got picked up. 
Um, but she went on to voice Squirrel Girl for Marvel Rising. So if she does, she would be the first MCU actress to go from animation to live action. And not Which would be really, like, that would be a feat in and of itself. And on top of that, like, Squirrel Girl. Like... <laughs> Uh, but she wouldn't be, she would technically, if it was like in reverse, she would be the second because the actress from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. who played Daisy Johnson Quake went from playing Quake in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to voicing Quake for Marvel Rising. So we went from a live action actor to playing an animation actor. Damn. So it would be in reverse if, if she um, plays get to play Squirrel Girl again. I say do it. Hmm. Uh, currently in production with director of the series, what's his name? Mohammed Diab, uh, Moon Knight. And it's Moon Knight. With Oscar Isaac playing Mark Spector. They that say, I didn't see coming. Um, they said they're bringing a whole different vibe to the MCU. Moon Knight is an action adventure, Indiana Jones type story come to life. As a Disney Plus series directed by Mohamed Diab, he um, Feige explained that the character Moon Knight is a complex vigilante who suffers from dissociative identity disorder, um, and these multiple personal identities that live inside him are very distinct characters in the series. The backdrop of our stories is an incredible Egyptian iconography. Egyptology is something that the world has always been fascinated by, um, and we're going to tap into the fun into the fun, bold way in Moon Knight. So that is Moon Knight. Oscar Isaac is confirmed. And he's doing that. Brian K. Vaughn's um, The Great Machine. Solid Snake. <laughs> like, Oscar Isaac is busy for the next... Uh, Dune 2, if we ever get a Dune 2. So, Oscar Isaac is set. Like, he was like he basically yep. was like fuck you Lucasfilm I'm going over to Marvel where Kevin Feige knows how to treat me right <laughs> they know how to treat me right over there like they, Marvel DC Disney money like here's the thing though Mark Spector was always white they went was like you know what nah we, we have enough white characters let's let's get uh, Oscar which is really not his name he actually has um he said his he said his actual last name and I was like, yeah, I'm butchering that if I have to say it. <laughs> I'm not going that route. I'm still learning Espanol. All right, next up, Secret Invasion. Been teed up for a while now. It is about a sect of scrolls who have infiltrated every level, of, every level of life on Earth. Ben Mendelsohn is returning to play Talos, and Samuel Jackson is returning to play Nick Fury. Um, and you know what this means, people. Super Scroll. Super Scroll. Super Scroll! Dude. Maybe... Huh. What kind of Super Scroll, though? The Fantastic Four Super Scroll. I, I mean... Does this come before? I mean, hmm. well, well, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. I'm just hyped for it. I, I want somebody else in the MCU 
That's not that's not Dr. I don't want to see Dr. Sh- I mean Dr. Doom anytime soon. True. Other villains before Doom. Treat Doom as the big bad of phase four or phase five. Just come on. Please. Please, Feige, we trust you. Come on. Pull out the ultimate nullifier on his ass. Oh. <sighs> I can wait. Um Ironheart. Dominic Thorne, who he was trying to say, will be playing Riri, yep. Riri Williams. Um, the series is going to be uh, the live action take on Ironheart is about a genius inventor who happens to have the most advanced suit of armor on the planet. This um, and Secret Invasion will both tie into future MCU films. Oh, nice. So Ironheart will appear in a in a Marvel movie at some point. Secret Wars. I'm saying it right now. Secret Wars. Secret <laughs> Wars. Wonder if they'd actually get around to her current suit. That one's a bit interesting. And speaking of wars, Armor Wars. Don Cheeto is returning to play Rhodey. Confirmed as hell on that one. And he's going to, they're going to adapt the classic Marvel storyline. And it's going to be what Tony Hawk feared. Someone reverge engineered his suit and is now in the wrong hands. It is a room. This is now, this one is a big rumor. I mean, so big, but we have to talk about it. It's possibly that Sam Rockwell is returning to play Justin Hammer. Ah. Now, if you go according to the t- uh, to the timeline between his arrest in Iron Man two to now, it has been thirteen years in MCU's time. So mm-hmm. his time in prison is up. Would be uh, uh, would be up by that point. And Kevin Feige did say he does like bringing characters back from past films. So. There's a possibility we could see Justin Hammer, Sam Rockwell, and Sam Rockwell. He, he can kill it. I mean, I liked him in the role. Mm-hmm. I, I can see him talking mad shit about um Tony being dead. I can see it. Oh, I can see I could see him talking mad shit and Rhodey like not wanting to take that. I'm just, I'm just glad that Rhodey finally gets his due. Yeah. And and um, this is literally coming like a week after um, videos was posting of. Um, Terrence Howard saying they don't respect him. They was never going to give him his due. He he rather he's not trying to play second fiddle. Look at Don Cheadle. Um, if you look at Infinity War and Endgame, he's technically top billing. Especially mm-hmm. in Endgame, he was top billing. Um, he was the second version of the Avengers because Tony was not doing this anymore. So, Mr. Howard, you fucked up. This man is getting his own TV show, and he's going to be in more future MCU movies. And Don Cheadle's almost 60, and he's still killing it. Damn. Is he really? Yeah, he's almost 60. Really? I think he's like 56, 57. Damn. I'm my dad's age. Hey, Past my dad's age. When you got money, like Don Cheadle, you look like Don Cheadle. You can stay physically fit. 
Look at hell, hell. Look at um Sylvester Stallone. Dude's almost eighty. Well, he's eighty and he's still super fit. Yeah, but he done fucked up his face. Now, mm-hmm. actually, no, he was born like he um he had an operation um um that's why he has that that droll. Bro, he had a lot of plastic surgery. He's old, yeah. And plus the Rocky movies, he said he told in this one he said he did fucked up. He told Dolph Lundgren during Rocky Four to punch him as hard as he could. Like don't pull no punches, and Dolph Lundgren when he was starting out, it was still a was a scientist and also a martial artist. Right. He fucked up Stallone so bad he stopped Stallone's heart with one with one hit. Jesus. What? So, if you want to know why Stallone looks like when he has plastic surgery and why he barely does anything, just remember, Dolph Lundgren fucked up Stallone in Rocky IV. Like, if for real, fucked him up. Jeez. Damn, dude. <laughs> so, like... That's core. You know, there, there's no more Hollywood pretty boys are gonna do that shit, and I'm just joking. <laughs> like, you asked for the smoke, but you ain't ready for the smoke. <laughs> Got that smoke. Like, oof. Like, I still felt he was misused in Arrow. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, Marvel What If is still happening. It'll be out summer next year. And it'll also feature the final performance in the MCU by Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, that trailer looked pretty cool. Yep. Marvel Zombies. Um, I don't know what I think the, the I know the MCU actors are doing the vo- their voice and their characters in this. Oh really? Yeah, they mm-hmm. they need everyone back. Chris Evans is doing an episode. I think Chris Evans is doing two episodes because I think he's doing Captain Marvel, Zombie Captain um, Captain America, and he's playing um, if Steve if um, Peggy is the one who took the serum and not Steve. Right, but Steve is in the Iron Man armor. Oh, yeah. So I know I, I think Evans is doing that. Um, what's his name? Who played? Oh fuck, I forgot his name. Who's he was preacher and he was Howard Stark first. Oh, oh, um, oh, damn it! <laughs> like oh. I really can't remember anybody's name tonight. Hold on, hi. I, I can figure this one out. Like, use your mind brain. Use your mind powers. Mind powers. Dominic Cooper. There we go. Dominic Cooper is also returning. Nice. Okay. I am Groot, the animated series. It's, um, it's a series of shorts. And yes, Vin Diesel is returning. You know they had to. You have to milk the Groot for all the time. Oh, I mean... I heard the name, and I re- and I, when I asked him, I was like, "Is that the actual name?" It's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Okay, well, that makes a lot of sense." Um, Vin Diesel just trying to milk as much as possible. Like, imagine getting paid as much as he does for saying the same line of dialogue. <laughs> you know, he keeps on trying to do the motion capture for a group. How different? Yeah, is no, it you're right. You're right. But uh, does he need to do motion theory. capture for an animation? No. He's trying to. Here's the thing, though. Vin Diesel was different for Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper was like, "All right, show me the animatics. Oh, you need to use my face for them." For they go ahead. Four hours. All right, I can knock it out. 
Vin Diesel, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it in different languages. I want to be in the CG suit doing it on stage. If Ruffalo can do it, I can do it. Yo soy Groot. <laughs> like we don't need you on set, Vin Diesel. Just, <laughs> just come in, do the voice, and go home. You you now have officially two franchises. You got the Marvel, you got the MCU franchise. You you're, in, you're in both franchises that have like the longest running, like consecutive. Oh, no, no. He, he's in three franchises. Oh, yeah, Bloodsport. Not Bloodsport, Bloodshot. <laughs> Dead Bloodshot. Well, technically, Blood, Blood, Bloodsport is the cartoon version of Bloodshot that lives inside of his head. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, he's supposed to set up um, the variant universe. Well, that's, apparently that's... there might be another bloodshot. I don't know how, but you know. Already? Well, uh-huh. it it did okay here, but it did very well overseas, and that's, oh. and that's why it may get a sequel. Mm, it's one of those. Yeah, I thought, I, I thought the Valiant Universe, the cinematic universe, was dead after that. I want Ninjak. All right, give me fucking Ninjak. I want a Harbinger. Okay. <laughs> Give me Harbinger. Do you think the market would be able to handle a third cinematic universe based on comics? Well, maybe. maybe yeah, maybe. DC's barely stringing along. Exactly. Um, Blood, Bloodshot did so-so, but it's getting a sequel anyway. Unless somebody can come out with like another like heavy hitter, it's going to be real difficult to dethrone Marvel. Well, At least We'll get to it uh, one day. Um, and last, the last of the movie side of things, the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. It will be filmed concurrently as Guardian for with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, and the special will arrive during the holiday season of 2022. James Gunn is going to write and direct it. This is this is officially Marvel's Star Wars. Life day. So it's gonna be very interesting. Hmm. Um now um let's see. Now we're going over to our last bit. Oh Jesus Christ. Oh damn it, I oh no, I didn't delete it. <laughs> I would have been <laughs> pissed. I would have been pissed. Oh, I would have been pissed. All right, and it's only been an hour twenty minutes. It, it felt like it was longer. Huh. I know, surprising. I know, right, 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 puppy. Lucasfilm. All right. This is coming from The Verge. Disney has not only announced a lot of shit in terms of their animation department, FX, um, Stars Plus, not Stars Plus, but Star Plus, um, an overseas market, and the vein of Hulu. Um, we have uh, FX showing a lot of great content coming to that platform. And then we got to Lucasfilm. Um, there's a lot happening with Lucasfilm. This is the only time I'm talking about Star Wars. We only, I'm only doing this for Christian's benefit. I'm still on team. I'm only still, I'm still on team fuck Star Wars train. Mm-hmm. He's on the, he's on the hype train right now. It's no, cool to hate. It's not, it's not, no, I, you, I was already one foot out the door. 
I was already uh-huh. one foot out the door. And yeah, just like hipster, hipster, you were you were you were hating Star Wars before it was cool to hate oh, no, Star Wars. No, no, I get... no, no, no. It's all about the wars. Look, you misuse Oscar Isaac and John Boyega. Yes. You horrifically um the mistreatment of Kelly Marie Tran. Right. Yep. But that was the community's fault. Yeah, very much so. Um you go from focusing on Ray, and then you turn it to be all about Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. You don't really show us the Knights of Ren, but very, very faintly in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, it's like, hey, you guys want to watch them be like set pieces? Um, you give us a MacGuffin. Like, I don't give a fuck about Palpatine. I don't. Nope. And now you create now you, with everything that's going on with the Mandalorian, it makes you think: Is Ahsoka still alive? Is honestly, I've had so much more. I've had such a better experience watching these current like episodes of Mandalorian than I have like the recent three movies. Um, is Wait, hold on. Do, 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 you just asked if Ahsoka's still alive. Yeah, after by the time we get to res, if you really sit and think about it, Ahsoka would be in her forties in the Mandalorian. Oh yeah, theoretically she would be dead, but but they already confirmed she she was alive during that time. Yep. So, oh, you both killed me. So, here's my thing. You could easily, easily have fuck Ahsoka there, helping to save the the help any of the fucking legacy characters that they fucking created. Technically, if you really think about it, the Mandalorian would be alive. But mm, we don't know what's happened to him yet. But here's the thing, though: one, type since the type of person he is, he's not going to get involved. We don't know Grogu. Yeah, right. The child, the the the, the little punt, uh, the kick, the punt kick. I want to do. Um, I think he's dead. I'm gonna say right now. So, I think so, he's dead. So just 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 a, just a quick recap. We're 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 not all caught up on season two of The Mandalorian. I have not even finished season one, so I don't care. He hasn't been watching it. Um, I'm I, two episodes behind, but if we need to talk about it, no, it's just spoil. We no, we don't, because we're gonna go right into the first topic. Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan. Um. Mm, I hate that name so much. <laughs> Hayden Christensen is returning to play Darth Vader. Well, he was never really Darth Vader, so, he was, so technically he's just coming to play oh, Anakin. Well, the, the, the second half of Episode Three, yeah, he was. Here, look. Here is his Darth Vader. <laughs> no. Like, all right. I know, I know, I get what you mean. I really do get what you mean. But if you are talking about like Star Wars, it's like, all right, he was technically Darth Vader from the second he was like, like, anointed or whatever the hell from Palpatine. Like that's when he stopped being on Anakin. I haven't eye rolled so hard in a, in a long time, and you just made me eye roll so fucking hard. I know, but you don't care about Star Wars. I don't. So you I try to the be... back of his skull. Yeah, you technically like. We're trying to be technical. You're trying to be technical, and like, like, who gives a fuck? All right. 
I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it 100, my friend. I don't give a fuck. You know what? Only Darth Vader I give a fuck. Rogue One. All right, that Vader right there perked me up. I was. I mean, I was like, ooh, ooh, Vader. Rogue One was a was was um an actually good Star Wars movie, and it's like I'm happy that it's just the one. Even though I'm not happy that we don't have as many good Star Wars movies, I'm happy that Rogue One is its only movie. I mean, well, to be, well technically, te- te- technically, since, I know. We're, since we're about to get to... <laughs> we're about to get to uh, Andor, I know. Um, but either way, just, oh my god, that, that fight scene of him murdering everybody. Racked up a body count. Yeah, that like that like reminded you of like why people fucking feared Darth Vader. Mm. I'm getting spine tingling, tingling. <laughs> anyway, um, we're getting two um, Star Wars shows, both spinoff from Mandalorian, the um, Rangers of the New Republic, and Ahsoka. Sweet. Um, they're plan. They are planned to um, be cro- um, crossovers soon. Between all three shows, they're gonna Arrowverse the, um, these shows, <laughs> which I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised, but with Dave, but with Dave Filoni and John Favreau at the helm, it's, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty good. Um, yep. But to clarify, it's gonna be Ahsoka, Rangers of the New Republic, and The Mandalorian are the ones crossing over. Obi Wan is gonna take place. I think a couple of months before A New Hope. It's ten years after Episode Three. So when you hear Obi Wan saying A New Hope, you're more man, you're more machine than man. That means at some point we're going to get an epic battle between Vader and Obi Wan in the Obi Wan series. Oh yeah, like that. Like the the when they fought that first time was not the last time. So let's go. Um, next up, Star Wars The Bad Batch um, is a spinoff from The Clone Wars and it'll be exclusively on Disney Plus um, like we said earlier, Cassian Andor Star Wars Cassian um, Andor it's not called Cassian Andor, it's called Andor um, Diego Luna is returning and it will be out in 2022 who asked for that one? those who liked uh, Rogue One a lot of people asked for that one um, then, um, Alan Tudyk will return to play K2SO. Really? Yeah. Huh. I didn't hear that. Yeah, it was been announced. I like I likes me some Alan Tudyk. Um, Resident Alien. <laughs> um, the Acolyte, a new Star Wars series by Russian doll creator Leslie Headland. It will be set in the High Republic era of the era of the franchise. Now that's really interesting to me. The fact that they haven't technically even put out the books for the High Republic era stuff. Like, yeah, the High Republic exists obviously because of all the canon, well, the um, previous canon that they threw out. But like in current telling, like they definitely have not put those books out yet. So I'm really, uh, I'm really interested to see what that's going to be like. It's not based upon the end of the books. This is going to be themselves. Exactly. Setting this place 200 years exactly. In the past. Well, we've already got confirmed of a couple of the same like Sith Lords. Like we definitely got confirmed of Revan mm-hmm. and Plagueis and a couple others. I think. Yeah. Um. Ooh, on a series with Grievous. <laughs> Pass. 
Um, a droid story, a new project for Disney Plus, which feature R two D two and C three PO. Please tell me it's scored by Randy Newman. <laughs> no more Randy Newman. Um, <laughs> Star Wars Lando is going to be an event series for Disney Plus. Um, Glover or nothing. We don't. That's the thing is, some people say it. He's. Um, Good Morning America flubbed up and said Donald Glover is returning, but no official like actual trade reports has said he is returning. So it's it's kind of we don't we don't, you don't know just yet. Yeah. Um, Star Wars Visions is an anime anthology series coming to Disney Plus, where they're getting different anime studios, um, directors and writers to do different stories set throughout the Star Wars universe in different points. Yeah. Guys, I think they're targeting me. I th- I I feel it too. I think they're really targeting me. Like, if if they if if I ever hear that they're gonna do a Star Wars episode and it's gonna be animated by UFO Table or by like Trigger or somebody, I'm like, God, why? Fuck, why? It's the Animatrix before Star Wars. I could even picture like Promare doing a good one. Like, oh fuck. Um. Now we're moving into the movies. Star Wars Rogue Squadron will be directed by Patty Jenkins. She gave a very thoughtful and moving um, moving um, talk about her father being an Air Force pilot um, and her seeing her father going off um, to do missions in his fighter jet and then also um, him losing his life in service of our country. Um, so, you know, so you know... Well, yeah, but, but you know this is going to be a personal story for her, but... To be able to tell it in a Star Wars way is actually still good. Yeah. And a thousand per- she gets a thousand percent on the awesome scale on awesome rollerblading skills. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like what's up? I'm just rollerblading like it's no big deal here. I'm gonna make this movie that's real close to me. Hope you guys like it. Peace. I'm getting in the next wing. <laughs> Like, <laughs> let's go, Patty Jenkins. Like, I, if I wasn't attracted already, I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm there. Yep. Like, come on, you killed it with Wonder Woman. I'm sure you killing it again with 1984. You killed it with Point Break. Come on, you action is your thing, girl. Like, damn, stop killing it already. It's dead. But no, for real, keep killing it. Um, At some point, I, I, I should really see Point Break. You should. Um, Ro- um, Rogue Squadron is not based off the video game, so or any of the video games. This is going to be an original, written movie. Um, but it is rumored that Janina Gavankar, her character from Rogue Squadron, could pop up in the movie. Interesting. It's a possibility. It's, but that's just a rumor. But this, this is Patty Jenkins. She's probably going for original characters um, and original fighter pilots, which I'm all for anyway. Give me Top Gun if I'm if you're gonna bring me back into Star Wars, give me Top Gun with Star Wars. I want a shot of at least one character like uh, riding along where an X-wing is taking off, like on a on a speeder bike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just give him the th- or just waving the fist, fist pump in the air like yeah, like Tom Cruise. They, they play like hollow volleyball or some shit. Yep. Uh, Taika Waititi. His movie is now in active development, um, and he has and he has tweeted out this. <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. He says, "What? Ugh! 
a long time Star Wars fan, I'm so angry about what I'm about to ruin. <laughs> nice. He don't give no fucks. I'm here for like, it. He knows no matter what he does, some people are gonna fucking hate it. Yeah. So let's. Oh, I know. I'm gonna love it. Let's go. Oh, and um, Rogue Squadron will be out December 2023. So. All right. A long wait. No, because if you really think about it, she's already starting production on her Cleopatra movie. So that would probably be 2022, 2021. So that gives her all of the rest of 2021, all of 2022 to start Rogue Squadron. Bro, three years is three years. And that is it on terms of Star Wars. Um... Y'all care about anything about Disney or we want to call it? <laughs> um, honestly, like I don't, I don't care too much more about Disney on that. To be fair, well, Buzz, oh, wait, there's one. Important things. There's one. <laughs> there's one. Okay. There's one. Lightyear. A Buzz. Oh Lightyear. yeah, Jesus. Chris Evans is voicing Buzz, the original, the the. The person who inspired influence, right? Buzz it's supposed Lightyear. to be about like the astronaut, the fictional astronaut that inspired the toy, right? Yep. Yep. Like that'll be interesting. I'm like, all right, well, god damn it, are they gonna try to make me cry on this one too? You don't know, but everybody's hoping for a Buzz Lightyear, um, like uh, a remake of the Buzz Lightyear series. Huh. Um, oh yeah, I remember that one. Mm-hmm. Buzz Lightyear, Star Command, and it had like all like that one blue chick and the like, like the the like red like red. almost Krogan dude. Yeah. No. Then the then the robot with the floating head. Yeah, the robot that could like yeah, I remember that. Damn, I do remember that. Um, last one. This is weird. <laughs> Will Smith and Chris Hemsworth will star in a new series for National Geographic. Will Smith and Chris Hemsworth will each star in their own shows for National Geographic. Welcome to Earth. Um, Welcome to Earth will follow Will Smith as he embarks on an awe-inspiring journey to unlock the secrets of the planet's most extraordinary unexplained phenomena. Um, uh, Limitless starring Chris Hemsworth will explore the limits of the human body. Wait, Limitless with Chris Hemsworth? National Geographic Limitless will explore the limits of the human body. Huh. I can see that. What, like, I swear to God, did they really, like, hire Will Smith just because it's called Welcome to Earth? Seems like it. (laughs) His his is called Welcome to Earth. I'm pretty sure Will Smith is like this. Let's call it Welcome to Earth. I'm okay. If it came from him, yeah, but if it didn't, it's like really? <laughs> I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Even though I have not watched National Geographic anything <laughs> since high school. That is pretty cool, dude. Mm-hmm. La- well, actually no, actually I take that back. The last one I actually did see is when they say how will the earth blow up? And I was like, "Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I want to know." That's like every day I watch What If. <laughs> but that is the Johnny Countryman Robot. Thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you, Jadobi, for being on here. Not a problem. Um, yes, thank you. <laughs> fuck it. Press, uh, like the late, great Chad Bowman has said, 
Press on with pride. Press on with purpose. And make sure... And this is now Desi saying this. Make sure you catch us on SoundCloud or Spotify. Um, we got a lot of things coming in to, coming from the end of the year to 2021. And with that, peace.